Welcome everybody to the Necessary Roughness Podcast. Don't know what episode this is, probably 22. Um, but man, this has been a long, I don't know, a few days I've done. Uh, I have to say, uh, it's been a long few couple of days. Yeah, I haven't filmed since May 4th, so that was two weeks ago. Two and a half weeks ago, uh, a week and a half ago. Today it is May 16th, 2023. Once again, folks, if you want to listen to Spotify, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to drop a follow. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to download it and make sure notifications are on so you don't miss out on the upcoming episodes of this show. And I... Coming in here, I'm coming in here on this wonderful, wonderful Friday, not Friday, Tuesday, I wish it was Friday, um, with some, you know, news coming in from the NBA. Today is the NBA draft lottery. Today is the night where there will be a big tube and that tube will be filled with crap ton of ping pong balls, 14 ping pong balls all together, and then they will go whoop, 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 whoop. They'll go mixing around all over the place and then draws a team. And for that, um, who will be the number one overall pick and who is undoubtedly, who undoubtedly will be Victor Wembanyama. And I have to be honest with you, being a type of, this is like a moment that I feel like, you know, my team wait is waiting for. And looking at the odds, um, let's look at um, the percentages, not the odds, but like, here's the odds, the NBA draft lottery odds. The Detroit Pistons have the best odds in get, getting the number one overall pick. Um, but it could go either way, you know. With ping pong balls bubbling through that, I just think... I know what I always find the draft lottery. I just find it a little bogus because... Usually the top four team, well, worst teams in the NBA don't even get into the top five remotely. And, you know, they bubble, it goes bubbles around that thing tube all the time. You go like, hey, you hear the, like, trying to make a perfect sound effect of it, but. If you are, if you want to build around, there there are top NBA draft prospects this year. You got Brandon Miller. You got um, Victor Wamanyama. You got all this talent amongst your ways. Uh, listen, you got Victor Wamanyama. You got Scott Henderson from the G League Unite. Brandon Miller, Cam Whitemore. All these players, uh, undoubtedly, whoever will be 
going to the whatever team there will be going. They'll be a superstar. This is like one of the best drafts I've seen from in a long time, though. Honestly. And no, Victor Webanyama. I've watched. I've looked forward from his story. Um, he came from a kid from. Um, I think he was from Nigeria or something like that. Somewhere from Africa. His family is from, and then moved back, to, moved to France or something. He went from France to Africa, or something like that. I don't even know, but. I was watching the documentary. It was just so heartwarming. That that made me fall in love with the guy. Not in a weird way when I'm saying falling in love, because you know, you know that's why. Um, but this, I can honestly say, this brother can be is going to be a real talent and real NBA prospect that team should look out. And if Victor Wembanyama goes to the um. The Detroit Pistons, I wouldn't be shocked. But you got team, you got players who are from the G League Unite, who um haven't played, uh, who are in the G League, but haven't played a single NBA minute, a single NBA minute. Now they're it's their time to cash in, and they this is their time to, you know, do do all along those ways, but. You know, if you're Victor Wembanyama, you're you're gonna be potentially number one overall pick in the draft. That you gotta be really consistent. When you are really consistent, like you have to be like an NBA. When you're an NBA caliber player, you when you're number one overall, we have seen plenty of worse number one overall picks in the NBA draft, and in the past, especially in the past twenty years or twenty thirty years or so. Anthony Bennett, we'll talk about him on another story, uh, because Anthony Bennett didn't even only play two seasons in the NBA, and now is playing for one of the Euroleagues. Um, Greg Oden, another guy who uh, who completely, I when you're talking about a number one overall pick, you nothing can go beat like. Greg o- Greg Oden was alright, you know. Uh Akeem Olajuwon, he was the number one overall pick in the draft. And he was okay. He turned out okay. Only got two championships, but that doesn't overcome the fact that he, his game was that bad. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. I, I can guarantee you Kwame Brown was um I mean, with with a guy like Kwame Brown, he was he came into the league seven feet tall, two hundred something pounds or something like that. But he but he lived up to his advantages for twenty years, excuse me, ten years uh, plus years in the NBA, and he's getting paid millions of dollars. But only he only scored three points a game. But the overcome the fact that God bless him, that he if because he's the number one overall pick, and he's blessing his family with all the money, and he's getting paid millions of dollars 
per game, despite the fact that he was that bad. And I'm talking about all these players. You're getting paid millions of dollars of helping your own families out. And this is not, when it comes to the NBA, you are getting paid millions. When I think about Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown or Anthony Bennett, either one, it has to be Anthony Bennett who has to be the worst number one overall pick I've seen in a dadgum long time. And, and just, in that fact is because he only spent one season with the Cleveland Cavaliers and he could, didn't, he had no improvement whatsoever. And I don't know how, what he's doing in the Euros, but how he's doing in the Euros. But Kwame Brown, but when you talk about Kwame Brown, there was no G League. He could have been in the, he could have played in the G League, but if if there was a G League now, he would have been playing in the G League. But now they don't have a G they didn't have a G League until like two thousand, I don't even know. Circa new millennia. I'm gonna Google it right now. The G League started in 2001, but it was not that popular as it was till now. When did it become the G League? 2017 to 2018 season. So, it used to be the develop development league, uh, the development league. But you're maintaining that job. If if Kwame Brown played Kwame Brown, if he played now. He would have been playing in the G League. It, I mean, his game was not was all right. I mean, here and there. God bless the guy. I I hope he is living well. No. And then you have uh, then you got what's his name, Anthony Bennett, who's been in the league, who been in the league for two years, so has no improvement whatsoever. But you're talking when you're talking about a project. Like Anthony Bennett, who came out of Georgia, dude was built like a linebacker. The man can—I mean, he could have played for the football team if he could. I think he would have more improvement if he played football than played basketball. But Anthony Bennett, whatsoever, you know, he—he he has to be tops my charts as the worst draft pick number one overall draft pick in NBA history. And there's no doubt about it. Kwame Brown is on the top three. Kwame Brown is top three. And two is Greg Oden. I just don't, I just think Kwame Brown doesn't have the the advantages in making the top two. But, because he, because he did play well, I thought, for a few games. The f- highest I think he scored was 19 points a game, but that is what it is, though. Uh, when you, next, next up, John Morant. I can't believe I'm talking about this situation once again. Because I'm going to lose my brains if I have to go through, once again, listening to this guy on IG Live. This man goes on IG Live almost every day. Not even every day. Every month. 
this is his second gun inflicted incident that he's been a part of. And now, once again, he's under hot water. I, I can't believe what I'm saying. John Morant and what he's done, he, this man is throwing away his career. Just because he wants to flash guns on social media, he wants to go on live and IG live right now. I mean, goes on IG live, jamming out to NBA young boy. And then in the incident, he flashes a gun. But the uh, big guy who's going IG live covered his shoulder because, oh, oh thinking he's slick. Thinking he's a... Uh, Thinking he's like a um, king or something like that. Not knowing that the internet is watching him hold a gun. This is gang related activities. I wouldn't blame the Phoenix. Uh, what's it? What is it called? The Memphis Grizzlies. I was going to say the Phoenix Suns. But I wouldn't blame the uh, Memphis Grizzlies one bit. If he would just listen to the rules and just do the rules and just shut up. That's all he has to do. He can't do that. He just goes on. He's a public figure. Just throwing away his career just because he's flashing a dang gun. And then he goes on an interview. He goes on an interview with Jalen Rose a uh, few months ago. And Jay, uh, he said, this is not me. I'm not who I am. This is not who I am. You went to the mental health facilities. And then a few months later, you're getting caught on Instagram Live. Where millions are looking at you. Jamming out to young boy and do, 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 do. And then flashing a gun. And then. Your buddy, your buddy just hides the phone like he's slick, like he's, like, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I'm tired of holding up for this guy. I'm just sick of it. This man is throwing, he's getting paid $33 million a year, $33 million, millions a, $33 million a year, and he's throwing that away because He's going on IG Live. He's getting in trouble by the police. He's getting in trouble by the NBA. Number two overall pick in the NBA draft in 2019. Was an NBA All-Star this year for the first time in his career. Was the leading scorer at one point this year. Just pathetic. Pathetic. You are trying to work off your some of your due diligence, and you're not doing it right. The fact that you you're paying millions of dollars, man, what is wrong with this league? I mean, what do we treat? What are, what are we supposed to do now? We're gonna are we gonna encourage kids to do this? I mean. We're going to go out on the streets and do that. I mean, kids still do it. But we're going to encourage kids to go out on the streets and 
go on IG Live and do all this stuff? Hell no. So when Brandon Miller comes into this league, you're going to go jam out with him in the car? No. You just put up and then shut up. God, I'm, I'm tired of defending this guy. You are getting paid millions. Your livelihood. You're helping your family out. You have a daughter. You have your own daughter. One day she's going to go up to the jail cell and said, Say, Daddy. And you're going to say to your daughter, uh, Daddy did a bad thing. I, I mean, something like that. But, like, you, you gotta, you gotta be fully committed. You gotta be fully, in, uh, like, you gotta be really consistent of yourself. Self-discipline yourself. That's the word. Self-discipline. Really self-discipline yourself in this situation because I don't know what's up with you, but I don't know. I just give, I just give up in this situation, though. Anyways, God, man. Um, next up, the NFL. NFL here. Is announcing the first ever exclusive live streamed NFL playoff. Game presented, presenting an NFL wild card playoff in prime time on Saturday. This is on Peacock. Um, Peacock. You know, this is what we're gonna see from live streaming streaming sites and all that kind of stuff. This is the future, and this is why the NFL. They are allowing people paying million, uh, paying some of their money out, and they just want. And this is why, like, they have streaming sites like NFL Plus, but like, this is a little bit of a step too far for the NFL, and the NFL too at the same time. But at the same time, you gotta look. This is the future. We we don't. None of us can afford cable. None of us don't live on under a roof. None. Any of us don't have all these nice things. These this ability of all this kind of stuff. I mean, they. I mean, it's kind of the right move, but at the same time, it isn't. Because I feel bad for the people who have those network dishes and then they put it up. Oh man. Here we go. Um, 
So right now, on another in other news, Matt Ryan is now joining CBS as the NFL analyst, and I wonder. And he said, this is not a retirement post. Colts, and this is, what well, I just think that this is a bold, really bold move. Because, you know, we have NFL athletes who are still free agents, who are still are on national television. We see Robert Griffin III has been a free agent since 2021. He hasn't played in the NFL since 2021. And now he's... Uh, now he's a he's a free agent. He's not retired. I wonder if he might retire soon. This is just his livelihood. And it, I think he gets paid... You know, getting paid more money a year, Robert Griffin is. Get, getting paid on... um What's his name? Oh, ESPN. Because ESPN pays their workers almost $14 million a year. Stephen A. Smith, $14 million a year. And an average worker gets paid around 10 to $14 million a year at ESPN. And if you... And if you're, you know, you're an NFL quarterback, you, this is like the best decision for Fox, uh, CBS, trying to enhance that program with some quarter with the quarterback. And once they have take a like a path year, or break year, or something like that. You now how they say take a break year and then you go back or you retire. That's what they think. They it's just like a clear the mind period. So, the NBA, after that, the NBA, the Celtics, the Celtics hold on and beat the Philadelphia 76ers in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals yesterday. Jason Tatum, 51 points, a record scoring in a Game 7. And the first time this, like, the Game 7 started in 1984. Um. And this is like, this is like a big step of the way, you know, for Jason Tatum and the Celtics. They play the Miami Heat, and I think Jimmy Butler so far has really cashed in in both ways of both sides of the uh, East, you know, uh, of the Heat, because the Miami Heat really do cash in really well. And when you're talking about that phenomenal offense by Miami, their defense is uh, not good. But, like, their offense has really enhanced throughout the uh, offseason. I mean, we have a chance in beating the Miami Heat. I think we do. Um, I just think Miami had, like, the little Mickey Mouse run, and then now they're all done. Because you got to think, who have they played? They played an injured... They played an injured Milwaukee Bucks team, and the Milwaukee Bucks were trash. I, I just blame those three losses on 
Joe Missoula for or uh, not Joe Missoula, but from our team. We gave up. There was two losses. We're two games back from Milwaukee. Milwaukee didn't even make it further than us. There are there are many certain teams who we have made it further than the Grizzlies. We right now are witnessing NBA at its finest. I'm excited to see what the NBA has to prove now. The playoff, I mean, the Celtics are an easy path to the championship this year, absolutely. And the Celtics have really the much talent. I mean, Jason Tatum, all he does is need to say clutch like he did last night. Shoot a lot. Uh, when he shoots threes, he really does stay consistent. He's really well at the three-pointers. And the other yesterday, he drained like five three-pointers in a row. I was like, what the hell? I was losing my mind over here. I was screaming. And it was, my mother, it was Mother's Day, and I was calling my mother. And my mother was calling me, and she was like, Ben, you gotta calm the hell down. I mean, that technical foul got me livid. When, what's his name? George Niang grabbed Jalen Brown by the leg. It got me in. It got me insane. I, when it comes to sports, it really, really me. I can't properly. Uh, you can ask my mother. Like I can't watch sports with my mother. Not even with my family. I can't even watch it because. They don't even want me to come over there and watch the game because I'm that crazy when it comes to sports. Like, I'm more, pa I'm passionate. I'm not crazy, I'm, like, passionate. I show a lot of passion in the team. I show a lot of uh, strength. I just die hard. Just die hard. And you just show a lot of consistency for your team, so that's really maintaining that you're really consistent and you really love them. So, folks. That will conclude today's episode of Necessary Roughness. I'm Ben Smith. Thank you all for listening. If you want to listen to more, make sure to drop a follow and download if you're on Apple Podcasts and turn on your notifications. Peace out, y'all, and have a great rest of your day. Peace.